Happy New Year and welcome back to Soccer Cards United. Oh, we do a cold open, do we? Oh, jeez. Have I forgotten? I've forgotten how to do the show because we've been away for a week or so. Two, two been, weeks. It feels like a lot longer. Yeah, I feel. I honestly feel like it was nearly a month that we've been away or something because, like, I, I even opening this software and I, I had to, like dust my mic off and stuff. <laughs> um, I haven't been making private recordings. Uh, so yeah, usually we start by talking about something off topic and then I introduce the show. Yeah. All right, well, anyway, this is uh, Soccer Cards United. Happy New Year. My name is Jason. I'm one of the hosts of Soccer Cards United. And the other uh, voice you hear is of my co-host, uh, Enzo, uh, who is here as well. And Enzo, we took a break for a couple of weeks over Christmas. Um, but at the we did say we, we'd be back today on January 7th. Uh, but the people panicked at some point and they didn't hear from us for a couple of days. And uh, we've had many messages asking us, when are we back? When's the next podcast out? I need something to listen to while I'm uh, running or driving or working or whatever it is. Or being in lockdown. Yes, lockdown is being reintroduced all over the world. But can I say that new. was? Yeah. Sorry, that was so nice. Like we we got like so many messages of people literally being like, "When are you back?" I miss listening to it, and like that to me that that's that's important. Like that's not to be looked over. That's not to just be brushed off. That's that's impact. I love that shit. Yeah, because you feel. Oh, hang on a sec. Oh, sorry. I thought my levels were off. Never mind. Um, the uh, I'm having an absolute nightmare so far in the show. Get yourself <laughs> together. Did you have a nice Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I had a nice Christmas. It was it was it was fine. I mean, we didn't didn't really go anywhere, or do anything. Uh, but I had a run of like ten days off work, maybe, mm-hmm. and no podcasting. Uh, so I just was had more time than i ever have and it was very nice and i ate a lot and drank a lot and because we're not supposed to go anywhere i didn't go outside or move around a lot uh so athletically it was not a great christmas but from just a pure um enjoyment point of view i had a good time yeah you know i know yeah very similar now you're saying athletically athletically i'm gonna be out and about this weekend what are you up to i'm going for a run are you on yeah. your own or with a group with a with another individual not a group with a person you and a person two two one point five to two meters apart. Yeah, we'd hope so. Running alongside each other. Um that's nice. Like, Where are you gonna go? I'm thinking I think it could be Phoenix Park, but it might literally be like Rathmines towards like Grafton Street and back. Oh, a little something there for the Irish listeners or at least the Dublin listeners. <laughs> Phoenix Park, of course, the second biggest city park in Europe. The biggest is in Moscow, and I recently uh, had a terrible dealing with somebody from Moscow on eBay, uh, where he went <laughs> to buy something from me and then he said uh, this shipping cost is expensive. Uh, if I buy more, will you give me a discount and combine the shipping? And I said, sure. And then he had already bought it and then he didn't pay. And he said, can you cancel the order? Cause I actually want to reorder all three of the things and you can combine the shipping. And I said, fine. And then I canceled the order and I never heard from him again. <laughs> gone. Uh, gone. Enjoy that nice big park. You fuck. Uh, so anyway, um, what else? Happy New Year to all the listeners. Uh, hope it's a. Uh, uh, hope everyone's keeping safe. New strains of the virus. Enzo, you're holding your hands up. You any New Year, Any New Year's resolutions, Jason? Um, no, I'm doing dry January. Oh. Uh, I have to dry out. I was uh, drowning in alcohol over the over the Christmas period, and uh, I got to just take a moment and, and dry out. I'm working from home. Uh, New Year's resolutions. I don't know what my New Year's resolutions are. Keep doing the show. That's my New Year's resolution. Fair. Keep keep doing um, the show. We, keep doing the show. Not make the show better. Not do any. Just you just can't make it better. Come on, come on. Now. 
impossible to improve. On New on New Year's Eve, we did a we did a live stream. Yeah, not at not at the we didn't do the countdown. Although we should some year, we should have the Soccer Cards United New Year's extravaganza where we count in the new year. Oof. Um, but yeah, we did a in the afternoon of New Year's Eve. Um, at least it was afternoon our time. We opened uh, one of the boxes uh, of Tops Chrome Champions League from 2019-2020, and quite the experience, Enzo. Yeah, it was really fun. People like we didn't really announce it. Like we, I think we have an hour's notice to everyone. We didn't really like plan. Um, it was, it was on Instagram Live. Yeah, Insta Live. So follow us on Instagram if you don't, because we're gonna do more. Sorry, that's yeah. A, that's I, I had a great time. Yeah, just follow us on Instagram for no reason. No, we're gonna do more, and I had a great time. Uh, you said let's do a video opening of this box. Um, and I was like, oh God, I don't want to do a video opening. I have to record it and I have to sync up the audio tracks. <laughs> da, 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 da. And then you were like, no, I just mean li- like a live video. And I was like, what, live? How do we do that? And you were like, on our phones. And I was like, no editing. Yes, let's do it. And I had let's a great go. time. You know, I think and I think pe- the people did too. The, the comment section was filled. It was really nice. It's fun. Listen, live live shit. I think people enjoy watching it. You know, live live content. It's, it's, it's enjoyed so yeah we, and it's up on our instagram now which is at soccer cars united on instagram it's up as a igtv video you can go we're not going to tell you what we pulled because yeah. that's for you to find out if you haven't seen it but if you did see or are going to see it everything that we pulled is for sale yes you can message us on social media and because we had a conversation about the sensor where we were like so what do we do you know because we don't, we don't like to abuse our platform no and we don't people have asked for ebays and stuff and we said now nah, no it's all right <laughs> but then we realized that from a content creator, the content is free. That's true. No, but like, honestly, for me, like, I think everyone hates eBay. Sorry, Griff. Yeah. Everyone hates eBay. Shout out and, to Griff. <laughs> shout out to Griff. Everyone fucking hates eBay. And like, I, I've sold to, I've sold to a few people and because they listen to the show and I've DM'd them so much for, for, for ages, there is this kind of trust, even if we've never met them, there is this trust. Yeah. So I did like PayPal for friends and family. They they right. just pay, they paid me and I just posted it to them if they wanted shipping they paid if they wanted track shipping they paid for it if they didn't they didn't and they just get it and th- there's that trust it's not like oh are, are you gonna scam me or is the card gonna be fucked is it gonna be this big problem it's like this kind of trust thing and then we don't have to spend the thirteen percent fee that would come along with using eBay pay- PayPal and they get it slightly cheaper because you're not gonna charge the full eBay price it just works out for everyone so like cause like in in my opinion like because we have that kind of because pl- we have the platform because we have that kind of trust. It makes transactions like that a lot easier if people want to get in, get some stuff. And especially because it, I think it's always easier to have a transaction with somebody that if it goes wrong, you can publicly shame them. Like if you were, like if you got if you got messed around by an eBay uh, seller, and you wanted to complain, you have eBay to complain to. And if you really want to get going, you know, you go on Twitter and you say, I don't know, whatever it is, blue blue boy cards. Uh, really messed me around but like nobody knows who blue boy cards is like that could be anybody yeah you know ebay accounts are kind of anonymous uh, to it well i know they're not, they have like names and stuff but i just mean you can hide behind an ebay account but we can be dragged on twitter yeah yeah so i think i think there is just this kind of trust that does exist i guess we're just real people whereas ebay accounts aren't and yeah so it is nice i think a few people bought some cards off us but most of what we have is still available from the top chrome and yeah in future i think when we rip stuff we're gonna I told Jason to do like an auction off that like the people in the comments can just shout out numbers and we'll just sell it without looking at the eBay comps, which I think could be funny, <laughs> but that could be a mess. Yeah, the blind auction. 
Just okay, we get this card. Who wants it? And whoever says the highest in the DMs just gets it. But I don't know. Wait, I think I think it's fair. I'm gonna try set up a few things to kind of make that a smoother situation. Okay. Well, anyway, we'll uh, keep an eye on that on our Instagram. Uh, if anyone's New Year's resolution was to start listening to Soccer Cards United, uh, thanks very much. Um, and if you have just tuned in for the first time, as I said, I'm Jason. That's Enzo. We're in Dublin, Ireland. And we have two segments on the show every week. Well, sometimes we have more, but generally we have two. One is called Your Football Week, where I say to Enzo, how was your football week? And he says it was fine. How was yours? And we talk about it. And uh, like that Christmas bit from earlier. And then... Um, made myself laugh that's another trope of the show and then we have hobby hq where we talk about all the latest news in the hobby and uh, talk about releases talk about different cards talk about trends patterns news all that stuff so enzo let's start with your football week there was so much football over christmas especially in uh, england and in scotland um the some of the some of the other leagues took a, a bit of a break like ourselves and we keep a continental schedule here uh, how are things in italy um, very very good Jason as, as you can see now I know the people can't see it but I'm in I'm in work still like work yes. is over but I'm, I'm here I have my Milan kit on it was Jersey Day I think people would have seen on the Twitter my friend Francesca and I uh, she's a Juventus fan so it's the big game today AC Milan versus Juve so we're, we're gearing up for that we're ready for that Inter Milan lost 2-0 earlier I think it might have been more than 2-0 but they lost anyway 2-1 um, 2-1 and yeah it's Milan sitting pretty top of the table AC Milan the only thing that matters and if we beat Juventus today, we're, we're really looking very fucking good. And Zlatan is almost back. I, I can't remember all of the football, Jason, that kind of went on o- yeah, over the break. Yeah, me neither. I'll I kind of just... Yeah, go ahead. I watched United playing because my brother's a big United fan. Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, Manchester United. Yeah, they could go top of the table if they beat Burnley. On the 17th of January. Or, well, the Burnley game is in hand. Yeah, but does that not so, put them top because Liverpool lost to Southampton? Yeah, it could do, but I don't know when the Burnley game is. No, I think it's before. It's before. Oh, it's before the Liverpool game. I think. Mm, I think it was. Anyway, meant to be. look, Man United and Liverpool are playing it on the seventeenth of January. Yeah. I think so. Huge watch out game. for that. Yeah. So in the Premier League and uh, the English Premier League, we have Man United and Liverpool joint at the top of the table. Southampton put in a massive performance against Liverpool, um, recently. Uh, beat them one 0 It was fantastic. Ralph Hansenhutl uh, fell to his knees at the full time whistle. Fell to his knees and cried. Uh, he had never taken Klopp. Uh, any points off Klopp um, having played him in the Premier League and in the Bundesliga when Ralph was at Ingolstadt and Klopp was at Dortmund and uh, there was a very good picture of Ralph on his knees uh, crying and Klopp came over and patted his head and then uh, afterwards the interviewer said to Hans Hüttel why are you crying are you just so emotional and he said no it's the wind Um, (laughs) so that was a good uh, by the way um, that Southampton team I, I just I was watching them I was just I was I was in love with them. I thought they were fantastic. We talked about James Ward-Prowse before on the show, but other double-barrel names: Kyle Walker-Peters <laughs> uh, <laughs> is very good. Danny Ying scored a lovely goal. Uh, Musa Gineppo is just oh. so much fun. He's like he runs at people. You know, he's not afraid to run at people. He's a bit gangly and a bit all over the place, but that's a bit of you know that's fun. And kind of in a world of of finely tuned machines, you know, uh, be a bit analog. <laughs> Be a bit um, crazy. Be a bit um, crazy. Chelsea continuing their spiral downward. Yeah. Frank Lampard not looking great right now. Um, God bless Mason Mount forever. Mason um, Mount uh, is, is one of the best chance creators in Europe. We saw on a date of his. Are uh, you surprised? Personally. No. Who would no. be? And Josie Mourinho has got to a cup final with Tottenham. Yeah. They beat uh, Brentford 2-0 in the League Cup. 
uh, and they're going to be playing the League Cup final against the winner of the Manchester Derby which is uh, tonight in April which is tonight record. as of recording um, so that's exciting so from as you as you listen uh, yeah, as you listen to this uh, you will know if City or United will be against Spurs in the final either way I think that's going to be a fun final um, I hope it's United kind of uh, yeah I, don't, I hope it's United I think it would be more fun than Pep versus um, Pep versus Mourinho could be good yeah I think Pep versus Mourinho might, might take precedence over United being fun um, that's fair and um, City have a lot of players out I think uh, but we got to watch that Jose really wants to win the League Cup Oli really wants a title Pep wants to win I think it's the fourth League Cup in a row mm. um, and it's it's weird like that Pep Guardiola who we kind of think of as this ultra competitive person seems the like he's very relaxed and not particularly anxious about trophies I guess he's won so much that he doesn't really care about another League Cup I don't know what he cares about it's hard to know. I think Pep's kind of lost his way in Manchester a little bit. Yeah, I think Pep needs some time away from the game and just reevaluate his his priorities. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's having fun. That's exactly it, isn't it? He doesn't like <coughs> Jose isn't having fun, but he kind of loves that. He's he's happy to be miserable. You know, he mm. Jose like loves to hate the game. But yeah, he's gonna like oh, just see like his his Instagram is so good. Jose Marino's Instagram. Oh, it's amazing! It's amazing. When when their game got called off and he had the thing, he was like, "I still don't know if we're playing today." It was like three o'clock. The game started like kicked off at six, and he like zoomed into the like the time, and then <laughs> he was like hashtag best league in the world. Oh, amazing stuff! Amazing stuff. Uh, he made after they beat Brentford in the league cup. He made all his coaching staff, uh, like one of them film it and the rest of them sit on a couch and then when he came in he said something in Portuguese and he made them all clap yeah, I see <laughs> he, that. Like, he staged like an entrance for himself yeah. I love Jose Mourinho I love that because I think um, was it Le- who was it was a former player Ledley King Ledley King yeah, yeah, yeah Ledley King because I, I, like, first when he came in talking Portuguese I was like ah oh, this is all his backroom stuff yeah, I mean, Ledley, King. Ledley King <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't fucking understand them no that was brilliant but yeah, no, so Jose's having fun I, I know you say he's miserable but he's having a lot of fun as well yeah he's because that's that's how he like he's a bit like you know, we but, all know people like that where they love to be miserable they love to be like ah god the best yeah, league in the but, world supposed to be no but I think he's not I wouldn't even say he's miserable I think he's enjoying being at Spurs like if he can win a trophy with Spurs he's just gonna be laughing his shit off because they don't win trophies yeah, he's like, you see, I'm fucking great. Suck my dick. Mm. That's why I, I, I honestly love him to to win the league cup and to kind of bounce back in the league a bit. But Pep, Pep just looks like he's like to keep asking because Man City players keep there's a thing with Benjamin Mendy where he was ordering models to his house. <laughs> um, I don't think you understood what a modeling service was. I think he thought it was like some sort of an escort agency. And uh, then there was like all sorts of Man City players breaking COVID rules. And Pep just kept being like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know, whatever. They, they know what they're doing. Everybody's breaking the rules, you know, whatever. Pep just seems to be, it's just like he's been out there. He's been out, like, you know, because Pep's kind of a, from Barcelona. He's a warm weather animal, you know, mm. um, and kind of like what happened when he went to Munich, but even more so because Manchester is, is even more, you know, cold. Munich has nice summers and is kind of a lovely city. Manchester's like cold, hard, and just nice red brick, but whatever. And, just one second and and so Pep kind of feels like he's been out in the cold too he's been on the frontier you know and he he needs to go back to the war he needs to thaw out a little bit yeah do you know what I was going to say you mean they talk about like like so many players would kind of come to England and they'd be like oh I don't I didn't like Manchester you know it was fucking raining like foreign players they'd be like didn't like it yeah and other players that are like you know the quote the kind of draw of going to Chelsea Arsenal Spurs to be in London yeah but then like Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs are always filled with these players that are like bottlers, essentially. Because 
they're the type of people that are like, oh, I want to be in London. You know? Yeah, because if you're if you're I a real competitor, life. you'll go to Manchester. Yeah, not just that, but like, yeah, exactly. Like if you're, there, it's not surprising that the people that have been playing for them for so many years have not been so committed and like so professional. They have fun. Yeah, because in London. they love they love the lifestyle. Yeah, but like to me, yeah, like, it always used to make sense to me. I was like, oh yeah, it makes sense for like Roman Abramovich to buy Chelsea because it's in London. You're going to be able to attract players, but like you're attracting a very specific type of person. Yeah, it's not just the kind of player, it's the kind of player. That's very interesting. I mean, you look at the good the good example of this in the... Or the good counterexample is... Sorry, just considering what a counterexample was. Was it an opposite... Was it an example that contradicts or was it an example of the opposite which proves the point? doesn't matter. If you look at Wolves, right? Wolves have so many players, mostly Portuguese, um, in Wolverhampton, which if anyone doesn't know where Wolverhampton is, it's in the... Uh, I think it's in around the Midlands of England, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's in the black, the black country, they call it. And uh, Wolverhampton's very dour. I've never been there, but I can imagine what it's like. <laughs> and uh, so you have all these Portuguese guys. You know, Raul Jimenez is Mexican and a couple of Spanish guys and all these players from all over the world coming to Wolverhampton. And like, you're in Wolverhampton, so you have to band together. Like, you know, you have to, you, you're eating together, you're socializing together. But if you're Hugo Lloris, right? You're the French national team captain. You've lived in London for loads of years. You have loads of money. There's no reason that you wouldn't just live like a celebrity. Yeah. Do you know? Like, it's 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 completely different. You know, when you think of Wolves, Wolves is almost like you have to go there, you get into the team, and if you don't settle in at the, at the actual club, you're not going to settle into the... Like, it's not like you can spend your time, you know, seeing the sights of Wolverhampton. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think it's a huge kind of factor. Because for years, yeah. like, Arsenal players have been fucking bottlers. Not bottlers. I mean, there's no backbone. They don't seem to give a fuck. And like same with Chelsea, enjoying themselves too much. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a big case to be made. Like, not every player, of course. Like, look at Mason Mount. He he is staying in, staying home. Yeah, <laughs> only missed hard. four, only missed four games in the last two years or something. But no, it was it was just kind of something I thought about recently. I can't remember why, but I was like, because I always like understood like, oh yeah, players are gonna want to go to the big cities. But now I'm like, is that necessarily good from a club's point of view? Yeah. Well, I think uh, another example, I just will, then we'll leave this topic, but uh, Carlo Ancelotti uh, obviously when, is in Liverpool uh, managing Everton. And most players that play uh, in that part of the country, which I think is the Northeast, uh, is um, they live in... Stop guessing where parts of England are. I don't you... know England and I'm loving the fact that I don't know it. No, but you're just opening... You're opening yourself up to be like people like that's actually not no, but you know what the thing is. You know what the thing is. You don't care. Whatever, like if it's an American sport, I'm talking about an American sport, and I'm I'm making mistakes and I'm tripping over things. They're sending it to me. I that like I'm like oh I'm sorry I didn't mean that like you know, Mm. but with English geography I just I just kind of think it's fun to guess where it is. So anyway, (laughs) um, most players that play in Liverpool play in Manchester. They live in I want to say it's Cheshire, which is like rolling countryside big mansions and they all live there Carlo Ancelotti if it's not Cheshire I'm so sorry right but Carlo Ancelotti lives in like just outside Liverpool in like a suburb essentially and they said why didn't you go to like a big country house and he was like because I wanted to like be in the city and I was like it's and he and then he was there was a great inter- interview with him I want to say in the New York Times by Rory Smith right where he went to see Carlo where Ancelotti where did this topic come from because think about it Ancelotti right has managed in uh Milan, fashion capital of Europe, uh, London, uh, Madrid, uh, Paris. Munich? Was he at Munich? Munich, yeah. 
Was he? Yeah, he was. And uh, like, it's just he he got sacked, and Nico Kovacs got appointed to Munich, wasn't it? I think I, I can't even. I, I half remember him at Munich, but I also don't. I yeah, he won yeah. won the league a few times. And like, think <laughs> of all the stuff he's done, and all the lovely places he's lived, and then he gets to he gets to to Liverpool, and he can appreciate the charms of it. It's not that he loves it, but he can appreciate the charms. He likes the lifestyle. He knows what he needs, and he does his. He expresses himself. He lives the lifestyle of a footballing person. Mm. as opposed to somebody that's how you know he's a winner as opposed to somebody who would say I'm not going to Liverpool no I don't want to manage in Liverpool yeah I don't want that lifestyle I don't want to have to live to, I'll go to can I not go to London yeah he's been to London didn't like it so. and that's partially why a lot of players like when you think of like the United players like Di Maria Cam Falcao like a lot, of, a lot of these players kind of totally flopped at United a lot of them just didn't like the city like that's a factor I think people always like when transfers are happening people tend to forget that like if a player is someone that and not not necessarily recklessly but enjoys the lifestyle of where they are, they can flop when they go to Manchester because they're just like depressed out of their head, like they're cold. There's nothing to do. They're not, you know, they're not in it as yeah. much. Yeah, I mean, if anybody's listening from the cut from, I, I I believe Manchester is a fantastic city for kind of like it's a great hipster city. But I don't think Falcao was going to pottery painting and artisanal wine classes. No, he's doing no. other things. Um. Also, it's very lonely if you're out in a in a in a. As someone who's who's stayed in several different Irish country homes and the climate's pretty similar, if you're out in this, it doesn't matter if it's the nicest house in the world. If you're out in the English countryside and it's the winter, it's pretty depressing, like you know. And with Brexit, it's even more depressing, Jason. Oh, we'll talk about Brexit later on, um. But Brexit means Brexit, and um, what else? We talked about Italy. Uh, oh, Atletico are top of the league, no big deal. In Spain, currently getting beaten in the cup by a fourth division side. Um, Being top of the league is not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Uh, Luis Suarez scored a 90th minute winner uh, to beat Alaves 2-1 recently and that was beautiful. Took us to the top of the league. Two points ahead of Real with um, two, games two, uh, two games at hand. And uh, in France, Mauricio Pochettino just took over PSG. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, and in Germany, Bayern Munich are, I think, just back at the top of the table. So that's good. <laughs> that's good. Um, I think, I think uh, Rangers beat Celtic. Oh, the old firm, yeah. God, Celtic are Rangers are yeah, Rangers are miles ahead. And do you know yeah. what? Yeah. Let's talk about the Celtic manager for a second here. Alright, yeah. Neil Lennon. Neil Lennon. Now me and you, Jason, we've bone a bone a couple of bones to pick with Neil Lennon. Yes. We were do you want to tell the story? You you I think you'll do it more colourfully. Okay. <laughs> so uh back when Enzo and I were in uh university together, uh we were at a so so basically the, the exams the yearly exams are held off campus they're held out, out in a suburb so what a university suburb, what a university would have exams off campus so they go we go out there and we're, we just did an exam and I think it was our last exam yeah we went to the pub we went to the pub maybe six exams in five days or something because we were in engineering it's very intense and uh, so we went to the pub nearby the exam hall and we're sitting outside the pub and in the next pub there's the terrace and in the next pub over, the next terrace over, is Celtic manager. He was the manager. He was doing TV punditry at the time, but he, current Celtic manager, former Celtic manager, and former Celtic uh, player, uh, Neil Lennon. So we're like, you know, we're football fans. We're from Ireland. We know who Neil Lennon is. We like Neil Lennon. He's on TV. He does the Champions League coverage for one of the TV channels. used to do one. So we see him all on TV all the time. We're like, hey, that's Neil Lennon. It's very exciting. Our friend Sean is there as well. And we say... 
Like, we should, get, you know, we should get a picture. We need. We have all this post-exam euphoria. We're drinking. Let's get a picture of Neil Lennon. So he's with it's <laughs> Neil Lennon and one other guy, and it's a lovely, beautiful, sunny day. We finish our drinks. And we say we'll walk into town, but first, let's get a photo with Neil Lennon. So we go to Neil Lennon. <laughs> we go. I think we say that you say Jason, you go. Yeah, I was I was stressed because Neil Lennon yeah. is a scary person. He's a scary guy. He's an intense guy, and also we're a little bit starstruck. You're not just used to seeing Neil Lennon. No. So you say, I said you want to ask him. You say no. You'll ask him more colorfully, and we go. Uh, I go in there, and I just kind of. Sorry, and I say it like as if I'm surprised. Sorry, uh, Neil. I, hiya. Uh, don't want to disturb you or anything, but we're just we just actually finished our yearly exams and we just had a drink. We just saw you drink. Wondering, would you mind taking a picture with us? You know, just like might be, be nice. nice, be lovely. You know, if you don't, we're not going to share anywhere. It'd just be great to take a picture with you uh, if you don't mind. Saw you on telly last night. Great job. And he kind of looks up. With a look of disdain and grumpiness, and he kind of as if like he gets this all the time. Which, by the way, he definitely doesn't get it all the time when he's in Dublin. Although oh, maybe he on. might, because he's huge. Does, he does. Yeah, he definitely no, does. Actually, he was. I remember like he was happy, like he was grumpy because I think that's who he is. But he was like, yeah, he, he was. You know, we had a oh, good friendly about him. No, yeah, 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 yeah friendly. It was good. Yeah, and he, until fine. his friend chimed in. So his friend is there, and his friend like isn't really saying much, and doesn't see his friend seems less pleased than we were. His friend, like, or sorry, friend, less pleased than he was. Yeah, his friend was as if we disturbed him. Yeah, it kind of like, it says like, excuse me, I'm talking to my friend. It's like, yeah, but your friend's Neil Lennon, so could you just not Could um, you not interrupt? get a picture? So then the friend is, we maybe the friend was somebody we, we should have recognized but didn't, but I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't think he was. I think he, his friend, he had a toxic friend as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, who, his friend who was, was jealous. jealous. Yeah, so his friend made a comment and said, do you want a picture with me? That's what I remember very colorfully. Or, or did you... No, he said, like, do you want a picture of me? And then you said, you can hop in if you want. It was something like that. There was some banter kind of, but it yeah, was like... Yeah, and, and I think, yeah, I think his friend was trying to, like, play it off. Like, oh, you guys don't want a picture of me. Ha <laughs> ha. Hoping that we like, no, we do. But we didn't know who he was. So, um, <laughs> with the friend ends up, we did the most insulting thing you can do to a person, which is we handed him the camera. I said, here's my phone. Can you take a picture of my phone? And so it's me, you, Sean, Neil Lennon, and... Uh, we're kind of in, you know, arms around each other, about to get a picture. Pre-COVID, of course, years back. Oh, this is years ago. And uh, then we get the photo. It's great. We're like, oh, thanks so much, Neil. Absolutely. We all shake his hand, delighted. The friend kind of gives us a bit of a sneer. And off we go, skipping up the road. And I said, let's have a look at that photo. <laughs> right? Hopefully it's not blurry. Hopefully it's not blurry. But even if it is, we'll be able to still tell it's Neil Lennon. So whatever. And we look at the phone. There is no photo. His friend didn't take a picture. His friend didn't take a picture. Now, we don't know if it was... It was no, on purpose. On purpose. It was on purpose. He didn't take a picture. And he just left us. And we couldn't go back and say, sorry, your friend didn't take a picture. Because that would be insane. You know, we had to just leave. So we had to leave knowing that Neil Lennon was a perfectly nice man who said he would take a picture with us. And his mate but, was a cunt. And his mate did, it was like, no, I don't want to do that. So he, his mate sabotaged the picture. Because only he gets to be in pictures with Neil Lennon. And... So that was the end of we had this very unsatisfying interaction with Neil Lennon. Yeah. Months pass. Months. Months and months pass. And I want to say a year later. I was going to say, yeah, it could have been a year. It could have been a year. But it could have been a year later. We're sitting in a, in a very popular uh, pub in Dublin City Centre called Doyle's. I'm Shout there. Out to Doyle's. Shout out to Doyle's. I'm there. Enzo, you're there. 
Sean is also there at this stage. I think, yeah, Fiacre might be there. There was a few people Fiacre there. was there. There were a few of us there, right? And we're sitting in the Doyle's and there's a, we're in a little kind of cubby hole and one of us is going to the bar at some point. Maybe, I, maybe it was me. Going to the bar at some point. And I'm at, standing at the bar and I look over to one of the boots in Doyle's or boots for anyone who's, you know. And who's sitting there in the booth except Kevin Kilban, former Irish international Kevin Kilban, Keith Andrews, Damien Duff. Was it Damien Duff? No, no. No, who was Shea, it? Shay Given. Shay Given. Shea, Irish international goalkeeper Shay Given. Former Man City. I don't know who else he played for. Loads. Man City, Newcastle. He played for loads. And Neil Lennon. Neil fucking Lennon. So what we have here is a is a huge collection of stars. It's a big star sighting for an Irish. But you know what's funny? Fan. Do you know what's funny? What? We didn't even want like <laughs> like Shea Givens there. You know. Like, ignore the rest, but Shea Givens there. Neil Lennon's there. We didn't even try to get a photo with, with, with Shea Givens. We just wanted redemption of the missing yeah. photo. So this is what happened. So I, I go back to tell guys, you never guess who's over there, right? And we said, we don't want to make a big deal. We don't want to disturb their night. That was the whole thing. Because so it, it was a packed pub. Like, if they got recognized, pub. game yeah. over. Loads of, like, loads of, like, football fans. There could have been a match on. Loads of people in. Like, if they had it, they were kind of huddled away. And they just looked like four men having a you know having a few drinks like, so if they got recognised, it would have been a real hassle for them. And um, so I, so here's what I'm gonna do: I'm gonna go to Neil Lennon, and I'm gonna tell him what happened, <laughs> which is insane in hindsight. He's having a pint. pint. <laughs> we were definitely drunk though. Again, on both of these oh, occasions, yeah. we were oh, drunk. Yeah, drunk for sure. So, as I remember it. It was just a guy. It wasn't Neil. Yeah, I approach the booth, and I, I think Shay Given is talking because I remember in my head, I in, in my memory of it, I say sorry, Shay. I don't mean to interrupt. <laughs> 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 so, so I say sorry, lads. I don't mean to interrupt. And like I kind of look and I kind of like do do the hand thing or I kind of like you know do my hands like in a peaceful gesture. To these people who, in other situations, I would want to take a photograph with them. <laughs> but I say, I don't have time for this right now. And I say, I just don't mean to interrupt, just one, I just need one second. I say, Neil. And he kind of looks at me. And everyone's angry that I've interrupted. <laughs> You're very, yeah, that was, I remember that. I was beside you. Everyone's yeah. angry. Like, we're just a couple of, like, young college guys. And they're just like, get the fuck out. So I say, that love Neil, football. Love football. But they have no way of knowing if we're crazy or what. So I say, Neil. Listen, Neil, you won't remember this, but a couple of years ago, <laughs> we we met you outside a pub in in uh, in in Balls Bridge, and you said to take a photo, and it was grand, and then the photo never came out. <laughs> so we we're just wondering <laughs> if you would mind taking the photo with everyone who was in that photo is actually here tonight. So we we're just wondering <laughs> if you could maybe be in the photo with us, just so we kind of can close the loop. Just we we haven't ever gotten closure, and we talk about it all the time. And it'd be great if we could just take the photo. And we we want to just get this over with. We just want to finish this whole saga. <laughs> and in one of the coolest things I've ever seen anybody do, Neil Lennon looks up, kind of gives me a little tap, and uh, on the arm, as if to say, "No, no worries." And he goes, "That's no problem, lads. I'll be over in a minute. I'll just finish your pint, and then we'll take the photo." And we're like, "Easy as that." Easy as that. 
he's just like you go up you say here's the situation we were in a phone a couple of years ago and never came out you know we didn't say your friend didn't take it are you still friends with him <laughs> you shouldn't be friends <laughs> with him anymore but we just said right and he said I perfectly understand it's no issue it happens all the time I'm gonna must happen all the time because this friend never takes phone <laughs> so and then we say gentlemen have a nice evening Neil we'll see you soon <laughs> we go back to the ta- our table triumphant we say to everybody listen us and Neil we had a great conversation uh, the lads everyone understood so we're sitting down there very smug and then a few minutes go by Neil Lennon has not come over to our table we oh we even said there was we even said to him, we're just sitting see where that is we're just sitting over there and we're just a load of us you can't miss us and we'll actually keep an eye out for you so don't even worry about it and he goes oh yeah I see it yeah it's grand I'll come over so then we're going by the table sitting there it's been a few minutes where's Neil Lennon and then uh, uh, no sign no sign no sign about 15 minutes later 20 minutes later we don't want to go back over and say like Neil you have to come over now and take the picture <laughs> but eventually we go over the table is empty Neil Lennon Kevin Kilban Shay Given and Keith Andrews I remember um, Kevin Kilban did something or said something oh remember, Kevin Kilban yeah something. Kevin Kilban gave us a gave us a weird look yeah a weird look or said something to us because we were like who are you yeah, Kevin Kilban. Watch it. Watch it. Watch your tone with us, Kevin Kilban. Not a fan. So, they just left. Neil Lennon just said, "I can't take this photograph. We have to leave the pub." And now, yeah. In fairness, had he taken photos with us in that pub, the whole pub would have been like, "Is that Shay Given? Is that Neil Lennon?" No, I know. But still, but it's, it's not sti- good for the closure. So it's not good for the closure. So we haven't met Neil Lennon the third time. We're waiting. And he's gonna hear, he's gonna hear about it. But and Enzo, when a, you introduced me to the hobby back in July, you oh, gifted me a sticker. Champions of Europe. Champion two thousand and five Champions of Europe Panini sticker of Neil Lennon, and I still have it to this very day. It's the only photo you're gonna have of him. <laughs> yeah. So I do I'll have a photo this. of Neil Lennon. I'm just not in it with him. Off topic of that, in Doyle's that very pub, I ran into a might be former now, former UFC fighter. Artem Lobov, who's hmm. one of McGregor's training partners, and he did take a photo with me. And he was delighted, and he did the fist thing and everything that, you know, the fighters do for the photos. Oh, I would have loved if Neil Lennon did the, did the fist. Oh, he, if he was doing the fist, it would have been a negative. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there we have it. Sorry, so that's I don't our know. Neil Lennon story. So, Rangers won, Celtic are in disarray. Sorry, Neil, feel bad for that. Yeah, do you know what, Neil? That's called a bit of karma. <laughs> uh, what else happened? That's football, Jason. That's football. That's the end of it. We haven't... Oh, there's some transfers. Oh, that's true. The January transfer window is open. Uh, real quick, uh, Brendan Aronson, who I saw had some lovely Parkside uh, card. I never heard of Parkside cards before. They had um, some oh, they of him, which is really cool. Uh, we didn't pick up his tops now when it came out or his MLS Bowman. But but we spoke intensely about the tops now. Um, we were really hyped about it. And I, I have like a conversation. I went back to our Facebook Messenger, typed in Brendan Aronson, and we have a very, very iconic conversation of us being like, should we, shouldn't we? And then you being like, listen, we're not going to do it. Yeah. But when he makes a transfer and everyone's talking about him, we can smugly smile to ourselves because we had it picked out. We had it picked out. And we were waiting on the Bowman. You were saying, we're going to pick up these Bowman real cheap, but they just, they, <sighs> they, they, they waited so long to ship the Bowman. But by the time they shipped it, the cat was out the bag. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's gone to Orby Salzburg as a midfielder, essentially, I guess, to replace uh, Soboslai. 
uh, Dominic Sabosley, who I call Sabo. Uh, he's gone to from Salzburg to Leipzig. You had a different name for him. You and Soccer Silverback made a made a. Yeah, what was it? It was a. I can't remember. I can't remember either, but I prefer Sabo. I think that's the best. S Z O B O Sabo. Um, and so he's gone to Leipzig, uh, kept within the Red Bull uh, system. Um, Diego Costa of Atletico Madrid uh, needs a new club. He terminated his contract mutually with the um, with the club, and there's talk of him going to Wolves. I don't see him going back to the Premier League, or at least I don't see it ending well for the club that signs him going back to the Premier League. Um, Mauricio Pochettino took over from Thomas Tuchel at PSG. They sacked uh, Thomas Tuchel on the day that German families traditionally opened their presents. Um, which was not cool. I think it's mm-hmm. 24th of December. And uh, Pochettino's in, used to play for PSG. Um, and yeah, he's he's playing Marco Verratti as a 10, I think, in his first, number 10 in his first game. But there's talk of him bringing in a couple of former Spurs people, Christian Eriksen, Deli Ali's name getting floated around. Eriksen and Ali, I don't know if they're going to end up at PSG, but I do back Pochettino to make an impact at PSG. Yeah, me too. I like that. Um, and if anyone can stop them winning so many trophies... It's Pochettino. Uh, the Atalanta the Atalanta product, uh, Ahmad Diallo, uh, is apparently going to Manchester in January. There was talk that maybe they'd leave him in, in Bergamo to, to play with Atalanta for half season. Apparently, Ollie, Ollie wants him. Ollie wants to start teaching him the Man United way. Um, get in the box, get fouled, Bruno sorts it out. That's the Man United <laughs> way. Um, and then most of the French league is up for sale. Uh, in January, so if anyone has any money, uh, any money, buy a French give player. Do a few boxes of Chrome. I think. I think the um, the financial situation because of the TV rights thing in 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 France is so dire that clubs would considering selling their could consider sell, selling their players to people that aren't even football clubs. I reckon you could just hire Renato Sanchez as like a housekeeper at this stage, and Leo would say five million sold. I, honestly, I could I could buy um, Tim Weah and just get him to sign all the the Weah rookies that I have. <laughs> yeah, how many Weah rookies have you got? Thirty three. Thirty three. That's not that many. They're tops Chrome though. Oh, nice. So if he pops off, yeah, he's he gets not sold off. to the to the to the Italian league. No, he wouldn't go to Italy. Where would he go to? No. Where would Tim Weah go? The Netherlands. The Netherlands, yeah, I could see my PSV maybe, not Ajax. They'd want to have trained of themselves, maybe Ajax or maybe PSV. Um, or do you know where I can see Tim Weah? Here's one for you. I can see him at Brighton Hove Albion. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. I don't want to see it, but I could see it. But you know, um, I maybe I do. I think to Aaron Connolly. Yeah, I think Americans would get hyped that he's moved to the Premier League, and that would be enough for me to exit peacefully. Yeah, exit without offense having been caused. So the whole. Uh, uh, French league is up for sale, and um, we'll keep. We'll, we're going to do a segment every week where we look at the transfers during January. So just if if you have any, if basically what I want to say, people is if you have any transfer um, stories you want us to talk about or any uh, opinions you want us to give, send us in all your transfer rumors and all your transfer talk, and we'll cover it uh, on the show. That's football, Enzo. Yeah, that's football wrapped, wrapped up. Um, time for Hobby HQ, the segment where we talk about the hobby. Um. Brexit means Brexit ends up with eBay as an online marketplace. We're obliged to start charging everybody who is buying from the UK uh, 20% VAT uh, on all their eBay purchases. And a lot of the UK market said, what the fuck is this? 
and when they tried to buy from outside the uk they had the same 20 percent vat so they were like what the fuck is this mm. not great uh, break brexit shit 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 buzz um fucks up us a little bit i mean a lot yeah because we're yeah. obviously we're not not just not just irish hobby people but irish uh, you know uh, uh farmers manufacturers accountants everybody we're all we're all screwed yeah bad vibes Um, like even for like panini as well like panini and tops like they don't have like an irish website they just have like uk and ireland yeah they throw us in there because because for the last 50 years it's been completely easy to throw ireland in with the uk we're all in the eu anyway it doesn't matter and we're geographically close there's a bit of the island that they haven't left yet although we are always working on that in the background um speaking of panini uk and ireland no, one second. I want to tell you first that I had a card come in and I got it because it was part of eBay's global shipping program. I'd bought it way before Brexit, but it hadn't been shipped until after Brexit. And so eBay were like, you have to pay import tax on this. Can I just say I have never in my life been happier to have bought my lost druggies on the French site, even though they're currently lost. I have not received any of them and mm. it's been two months. But fuck me, I'm happy that that 300 plus wasn't 20 percented yeah no it's 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 uh it's pretty bad um also remember we've got the the uh tops match attacks chrome came out and we yeah. picked up a couple and just to see what all the fuss was about and uh because they were delayed because there was a problem in the printing of the cards and um, they were delayed and now they're going to be sent after brexit and we're going to be taxed in a way that we never would have been taxed uh before december in a way that if you knew you were going to be taxed would you have bought Match attacks Chrome? Nope. Nope. Me neither. So fuck, fuck tops. Top of it. Like, listen, tops are okay, but fuck tops. I hope Brexit I mean, works out for you all. I hope you all enjoy your blue passports. Yeah, fuck Brexit, should I say, more so than tops. But tops fucked up there. Fuck their printers. Yes. Um, And then, so, speaking of Panini, they have a UK and Ireland website. No, no Ireland website. They don't let us buy from anywhere else. Only the UK. And uh, they... I emailed them. You emailed them? Yeah, a few days ago, I was like, yo, are you planning on splitting these sites? Mm, they'd want to. Yeah, they definitely yeah. should. We'll open up a little office for them in Dublin. Happily. Yeah. Hello, this is Panini Ireland. Jason speaking. No, sorry, you're trying to complete your collection there? No, sorry. <laughs> no. We're busy. Um, yeah, call Modena. <laughs> Hang up the phone. Uh, so, anyway, and so you bought an NFL prison box to encourage Panini before Christmas, to encourage Panini to keep stocking premium product in the Panini UK and Ireland store. It seems yeah. to have worked because today, the 6th of January, uh, as of recording, they've said that they're going to put Premier League 2021 a prism on the site. Yeah, I, I've been on record for ages saying that was going to happen. People keep kept asking me, like, when we're going to get it? And I said, I think Premier League prism this year, we will have stock on the UK Panini site. And that has come to pass. Now, I didn't think at the time... That when I get my hands on it, I'll have to pay twenty percent on top of whatever whatever it's going to cost, no, which is sad. Very but sad. it's all like it's fine. I'm a very like, that's listen huge, 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 huge. If you're if you're based in the UK or in Ireland, that's huge. If you're based anywhere else, you're not getting your hands on it. And usually we say that um, the whole thing is that top sell at this price. That means people come in and buy loads of them, hmm. resell them. Uh, but Panini, we say, are their own resellers. Uh, how do you think they're going to price this? It's uh, Yeah, there's a 300-card base checklist. Right. Therefore, you're talking volume of product, you know? Uh-huh. Like, imagine 3X Chrome, probably a lot more. A lot more than 3X 
amounts of the chrome boxes that were made yeah 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 um so there could be a sizable yeah honestly i don't know what they'll price it at is the issue and i don't know how well like i keep thinking back of like tops chrome premier league and it never it didn't pop off like that's not something that you could buy now and resell and like the and panini premier league prism last year wasn't really like you had a few cards in there yeah. there's not that many rookies in the premier league really for 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 prism i think a prism mason greenwood prism martinelli saka i mean i don't think will saka be in that was that yeah saka. no saka's so, like, in no saka's in last year oh yeah they 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 put him in chronicles so that's that's problematic yeah. So yeah, I'm not. I think that there's going to be a lot of hype on it just because it is premium product. There's going to be short prints. There's going to be autographs. So it's beautiful. What will they price it at? I'm thinking two, three hundred. But it depends on. I haven't looked into the box, the size of the box, how many packets you're getting, all this. Right. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, any idea when it's going to be released, Enzo? I saw a lot of people wanted th- to know when it's going to be released. I think it's February fourth, maybe. Okay. But here's the thing: we're going first to see week. it. I think we'll see it on the Panini America website first. And if NFL Prism is anything to go by, the price on the Panini America website will be slightly above what we'll get on the UK and Ireland site. Okay, there we go. That's a little rundown of that. Uh, I also saw Enzo that we're very close to having Panini Immaculate uh, coming out for 2020. So for people listening to this, that's coming out tomorrow. Immaculate is one of the high-end sets. It's coming out on Friday, is it? The Friday the 8th. 8th, yeah, the 8th. It's dropping. Um, I don't think there'll be any of that in the UK site. Although, me, no, I don't think so. I think that's going to be just US the american only. site yeah i think so but that's going to be maybe i haven't seen i'm sure they might have released the price by now but i'm expecting like a thousand eight hundred thereabouts like high-end shit but it'll yeah. probably resell at two thousand probably would be the price um immaculate yeah it's high-end high high-end patches autographs you know all right Diego looking Maradona. here there's mad things going on there's autographs there's uh cele- celebration signatures there's dual autographs Oh my god, there's some really cool dual autographs here. Hang on, I'll pick out a few of these for you. This is in the 2020 Panini Immaculate set upcoming. Uh, for any Arsenal fans, there's a uh, Lacazette and Aubameyang. Nice. It's pretty cool. Uh, Hector Bellerin and Meza Ozil, or as I call them, Arsene Wenger's Revenge. Um, there is... Uh, this, is a re- this is really weird stuff going on here. Here's one for you. Uh, Antonio Conte... And Filippo Inzaghi, Juventus. Interesting. Very interesting. Cavani and Neymar. Uh, oh, Manuel Neuer and Thomas Muller. That's pretty cool. That's fun. That's a good one. But like, yeah, it's it's it, basically listen for people for the rundown. Like Prism is the kind of go to like World Cup Prism, Premier League Prism, whatever. Like Tops Chrome is Tops Chrome, but like this is a high end set. If that makes sense, like this is a this is a set where like every card will sell for a few hundred because it's fancy you know it's it's it this is the bougie set you know yeah yeah and there's actually but it's going to be expensive for the americans i'm not, i'm looking here diego simeone mariso pochettino dual autos that's pretty cool uh, yeah, and, and then the we American? have for the americans there's a dual auto card numbered to three uh of brad Friedel and tim howard the american goalkeeping oh, legends uh, and then a couple of uh women's uh pairs uh, we have ali krieger and carly lloyd numbered to two nice and Sam Mewis and Tobin Heat, number to five. Nice. So, they need to really just put together Pulisic and Giovanni Reina. Oh, that auto. would be mental. Uh, so there's loads of stuff in there. I don't think we're going to get our hands on it, but it's a really nice high-end. I have a Panini Immaculate, I want to say, for Memphis Depay, number to 25. It's a memorabilia card. You do. And you it's, do. Re- it's actually probably the nicest card I have. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a beautiful set. They're high-end. I think immaculate. the Asian market would love it. Yeah. 
So See there you we go. Uh, meanwhile, on the tops front, that's all for Panini oh, from. Ohio. I wouldn't feel comfortable buying and opening that box. Too expensive. Too expensive. Like I'd feel. You'd yeah, have to be a collector. A huge, yeah, you know, but you need to be like financially sound, very financially sound. <laughs> yeah, if you're getting a stimulus tech check in the states, don't buy Panini Immaculate. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, and so a couple of tops things for you. One, tops put on Twitter today. A bit of clickbait, I think, really. Uh, but they put a this top supersized Champions League best of the best thing. It's basically seven premium cards in a blaster in a, in a pack. Uh, Don't care. I think it's three pounds per pack or something. Supersized cards, annoying, huh? Yeah. Now go and order new top loaders and go and order new sleeves. Like, I no, don't even no. have enough normal top loaders. And grading companies will probably make it awkward. No, fuck that. Um, interesting. I think it's kind of trying to. I think it's going to be a high print. I don't. I'm not sure. It says premium cards, so it's hard to tell. But it mm. seems like it's going to be a high print run match attacks that aren't match attacks kind of thing right. and they unnecessarily made it super size that's my take on it i i didn't really bat much of an eye to it i don't care okay and uh, you had this kind of theory that i thought was interesting that maybe tops were releasing the releasing a lot of product do you think maybe they they want to be in the conversation more than anybody else like they want people in the top oh, yeah, of the products? I, I, I think i think the reason this is super size is to get people to like outrage on twitter just to kind of for marketing basically so people are talking about it yeah because no I'm, one's I'm really, th- realistically who's talking about panini immaculate nobody mm. millionaires yeah. yeah i don't care yeah i just don't care for top steel like i don't care for that product it's not for everyone like maybe it's a nice linker between getting you from match attacks into more premium stuff but like mm-hmm. why make them supersized it just like there's no reason for that other than i think like outrage marketing I love the idea though. If I was in a, if I was in an actual shop, like in a newsagent's, kind of like match attacks, because everyone, if it was those, I'd be like, oh, super sized cards. I'll pick up a pack of those for three quid. But uh, in an online uh, retail environment, I don't necessarily want to order a lot of those to my house. <laughs> Do you want to wait four months to get your <laughs> to get seven cards uh, that you immediately wreck because you have no way to secure them? Uh, and another thing from Tops, this is a bit more premium, but more interesting. Twenty twenty one. Uh, tops tier one Bundesliga. So tier one is a uh, an all hits release where every card is either an auto or a memorabilia card. Love it. So similar to museum, kind of like that kind of vibe. Yeah. So like, across the hobby box that bases. translates into a pair of signatures and one relic. So how many is in? Do you know how many, what's in a box? Like how many cards? I'm confused. Oh yeah, three. So here it is. Three. Here's uh twenty. This is from uh, Beckett.com, by the way. The last thing was from Cardboard Connection. Uh, 2021 Tops Tier 1 Bundesliga Soccer Cards at a glance. Cards per pack, 3. Packs per box, 1. Boxes per case, 12. Release date, June 2nd, 2021. And you get two autos and one memorabilia card in there. Oh, fucking while we were on break, Tops fucking released... My, uh, no, they announced uh, Tops Chrome Europa League. Top Europa League Chrome. We talked about that. Oh, did we? This is the not. It's not called Tops Europa League Chrome. It's called Merlin. Because uh, we talked about it in the last like, episode. Sorry, I see. That's what I'm saying. I don't remember when we last recorded. Yeah, it's all a blur. Uh, so there's autos. There's dual autos. I see here what they've given us on Beckett is a, a Yoshua Kimmich auto, which is a uh, number twenty. Is there a price? Is um, there a price? No, 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 no price. Um, um Nabry, that's interesting. Very nice. It's essentially. Raina. Okay, lovely, lovely. But he's not as rookie anymore. So who, well, it's 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 a high end card. Yeah. Um, it's, it's essentially all, it's Bundesliga. Yeah, it's like Museum, but without the base cards in it. Because Museum, you have three hits. Yeah. So similar again. But I like that. It's a similar vibe to Museum. Museum is a nice vibe. I like premium shit. That I like. Okay. Um, 
there's, look, here's what we want to say. There's been loads of stuff that's happened over the last two weeks we've been away. We're used to having two shows a week to catch up on everything. That's how we get through so much stuff is because we have essentially three hours of, of conversation every week. Uh, so there's loads of stuff we will have missed. Now, luckily, we are back on Monday uh, for our Q&A show, Postcards United. So get all of your questions in, all the stuff we forgot, all the stuff we missed, all the stuff where you're like, are they not going to talk about the thing that happened that everyone was talking about? We can't hmm. remember it. All we remember is interactions with Neil Lennon. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. And so, anything else to say? Big year coming up for us in Soccer United. Yeah, we oh, we have some shit on the way. Yeah, big, big year. Um, stressful. I'd say I'm a bit stressed. Yeah, me too. It's been a very intense time uh, with Brexit, especially trying to import stuff uh, to Ireland has become more difficult. There's um, the land bridge at Calais is really messing things up. We're opening, Ireland's opening new sh- uh, sea routes uh, to France all the time uh, we're just trying to go around go around and uh, yeah it's it's all a bit mad at the moment if you are a content creator in the hobby space don't forget we are continuing our series this year of hobby who's who so far we've had Vince from Soccer Cards Rock we've had Steve from the Football Stop and we haven't had anybody else uh, on hobby who's who which is where you meet content creators so uh, suggest to your favourite content creators um, obviously I know all your second favourite content creators uh, they should come on the show uh, or um, if you are one, uh, email us, message us, whatever, and let us know you want to come on and we'll find a spot for you. And we have a guest appearance coming up soon, potentially yeah. next week, uh, uh, with, I think, the head of marketing, Adam, I think it is, from Futera. Yeah, Adam from Futera, uh, who recently, uh, as uh, part of his role as head of marketing at Futera, started a, a rival podcast uh, called Soccer Cards <laughs> and Chill, where I think people get soccer cards and then they they do all sorts of things if it's based on Netflix and chill but anyway I don't think maybe I never saw it I'm gonna be honest but anyway uh, yeah so Adam's coming on to talk, tell us about who are Futera what do they do what does that name mean and uh, other things about Futera so it's very yeah, we, exciting we've spoke I think along like, throughout the, the time of this podcast existing we've always kind of spoke on Futera cards positively people will remember um, but we've all critical as well of the company I guess we like the cards the company's doing shit fucked up but it seems like they're gearing up for a big 2021 you know they they witness everything that happened in 2020 and now they want a piece of the pie is that good is it bad we're gonna we're gonna get into it but I'm, I'm excited for it I want to hear what, what what he has to say and I want to kind of see what what's coming because yep. I think it's gonna be hard I'm not I'm not looking forward to the potential of them dropping a lot of good shit because I feel like Similar to like when we start respecting stickers, I don't think the hobby right now needs people we to be like... We cannot have any more saturation of product. Yeah, and yeah. I'm concerned about that. But I'm also... Competition is good still, but the saturation is concerning me. But let's get into it. At the moment, everything Futera makes is literally covered in gold. It's all like gold flaked, gold leaf stuff. And the um, boxes are like 700, 800, but then everything resells for like 10, 20 and yeah, never sells. Because they're for collectors. That's true. So whoever they are or wherever they're hiding uh, anyway uh, yeah that's us for this week uh, send us in all your questions uh, on Twitter we are at Soccer Cards UTD Soccer Cards United UTD uh, on Instagram we are just at Soccer Cards United all written out you can email us SoccerCardsUnited at gmail.com I'm Jason that's Enzo we're back on Monday for our first Q&A show Postcards United of 2021 this has been episode 23 Enzo really excited to have this uh, next year of the podcast and uh, you know Sometimes you see that hashtag, hashtag Jason out. Um, mm. Not just yet. No, not yet. We're, we're here. I want to say Forza Milan. I hope that we won yesterday because yeah. that's today. I'll say, and we are uh, currently 
top of the league, I think, regardless of results. So God fucking bless us. God bless everyone that hit me up. I DM so many of y'all fuckers over the the Christmas break. Did I didn't you close, close your DMs. DMs. You're gonna close your no, DMs. No, I wasn't. I wasn't able. I wasn't able because I think apparently someone hit me up saying you fucking bastard. Someone hit me up saying, "Hey, I'm sending this to you because Jason's DMs are closed." Fucking your DMs are closed. Well, it's because I don't follow people back. Yeah, but your DMs, you can make it open. I think. Oh, I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? <laughs> But yeah, listen, have to I, interact I, with I held publicly. it down. Y'all are welcome. There was a lot of new people, which is good for the hobby again. Um, but my God, some some of these the the Q and A show needs to come back, and I need to just tell people listen Q&A. to that. Listen to that, my friends. All right, that's it. Uh, have a nice weekend, everyone. Hope everyone's keeping safe. Do try and keep yourself safe if you can at all, and if you can't, uh, good luck. Right, talk on Monday. See ya.